Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning to the 34th episode of the Strong Goo Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Donar, and today I want to share with you how I was a diehard atheist who didn't believe in anything, including myself, and how one day I flipped the switch and now I try to see God, soul, spirit, or whatever you want to call that higher source energy in every person I meet, in every situation I encounter. I'll also get a little personal and talk about my journey and how I finally found faith, or did faith find me? Hmm... I'll talk about that here in a sec, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share the love and support by clicking the like button. Follow the Strong Goo podcast for weekly tips and tricks for self-development. All right, let's do it. What am I, Strong Goo fam? Joe Donar here. And today I want to talk to you about how I went from believing in nothing to believing in me and then jump forward to today. And now I believe in a higher power of sorts. But before we go any further, I want to quickly bring up my childhood. Oh no, here we go. Because I want you to know where I kind of came from. And I promise you it won't be one of those, oh, cry me a river kind of stories where it seems like I had the worst child in history when in reality, It wasn't. I had a roof over my head and we had money for food, but we didn't have much love to grow from. But I'm here to tell you mine definitely wasn't the most awful, but mine did come with a heavy hint of dysfunction. Oh, and that's probably why I want to talk about dysfunction all the time. I love finding what needs to be repaired. Anyways, though, my biological mom left me and my younger brother when we were young, say like around four years old and he was around two. And I say around those years because I don't really know because it was never something that was talked about. But after my mom left, my dad got full custody of us and brought in Marianne, the wicked stepmom from the north. (laughs) But no, really, she was really cool at the beginning, where I remember her playing catch with me and giving the attention I was looking for at that time. But there was another side of Marianne, and that's when the alcohol kicked in. You gotta understand, both my parents are alcoholics. My dad is a functioning one that held down a solid job as a master mechanic for his entire life. And my dad was one of those addicted to the task kind of dudes, always doing something except anything with his own kids. And maybe this is why I still don't know how to change the oil of my own car. Hmm, food for thought. Or maybe I just never wanted to. That too. Marianne, on the other hand, though, turned into an emotional bully when she got blitzed and usually made fun of us or embarrassed me by mocking my speech impediment growing up or laughing at my brother for not being able to read as well as my sister, who was about four years younger than he was. This was the kind of shit that we had to deal with. She's a lot like one of those Dementors in the Harry Potter series. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? The ones that kind of feed on human happiness, which create feelings of depression and despair when they are around anyone for a prolonged period of time. Or another term you could Google after you listen to this episode is something called energy vampires. These are the people that drain the life force from you. And I'm sure you know the people I'm talking about. These are the people that only want to hear what they want to hear as they steal your vitality in the process. This was Marianne, my personal energy vampire, my arch nemesis. I know, so dramatic, right? But she was really someone who was always hungry for a reaction out of me. And oh boy, did I feed that monster. I knew I had to break out. So I finally did and moved out when I was 17 into my friend's parents' house during my junior year in high school, which I'm still forever grateful to that family who let me in. And that's the crazy part. As I was growing up and seeing how messed up and dysfunctional my family was, I always had friends' families take me in as their own and showed me how families should love and care for one another. And once I finally did break free from my tormentor, that was Marianne, I had to start repairing my confidence in my self-esteem or the way in which I viewed love as and how I probably showed it or really lack thereof. And the problem with me raising me was I did it my way and only my way, Frank Sinatra style, because I needed to survive. And so my ego took over. 
I had to build myself back up from the wreckage of my youth, and I finally found a way to serve, but also help me pave a new way for a new life. So I naturally did what any lost 22-year-old would do, and that was to join the army to help wipe my slate clean, and it helped. It started giving me more of a routine, and it gave me a stage to test my discipline in, while it constantly tested my patience, and it was something I certainly needed to do. But the shitty part that I wasn't aware of at the time when I joined the army was the fact that a lot of leadership in the army, or at least in my battalion that I served with, were just a bunch of dudes who really didn't know how to understand and properly manage their emotions correctly, because they were never shown it. So they were never taught it. So after realizing this toxic sense of bravado that littered the leadership within my experience in the military and created my sense of law and order, I broke free from that institution as well. With a greater sense of confidence in my ability to do the dumb and how to work for what we want but don't necessarily need. By focusing most of my efforts on how I can improve my body, first for health, but then it was all about how well I could perform at any cost. And that is what the ego likes to do. It likes for us to play a game where we can never win. So when we dump all our energy into our bodies without tackling the feelings associated with it, we lose sight of our own priorities because now we're focused on making sure our cars look awesome and perform amazingly, but we're still okay with that lunatic behind the wheel driving us straight off a cliff. And this is the side of exercise and fitness that is never talked about and it's almost taboo if you do, which is how damaging it could be when we become obsessed with it because more exercise isn't always better better movement is always better. So we have to understand, by working out 100 times a week and thinking we need to do all the tasks throughout each day is as bad mentally for us as lack of action is to us physically. Because both are not healthy since both teeter the ends and we never find real balance in the middle where it's nice and stable. Because now we have become obsessed to the point where we are never really truly satisfied with any of our progress and this is where any of our positive outlets and hobbies could end up not being fun anymore. Because we put so much damn pressure on ourselves to always be better than what we used to be and hardly recognize how far we actually have come. And for me, it got to a place where I kept on pushing the limits of my fears until one day I didn't have them anymore because I found the power to believe in something more than just me, which is truth and truth is love. And I finally became a seeker who found everything I needed to find when I found what I was looking for was right here with me all along. And that is the true essence of who I am was always here in my heart, waiting for me to open it back up. I believe God is the key that opens up all locks and is the generator for all energy to flow from. So by me turning my attention into that universal spirit and not exclusively into myself anymore, I don't have to fear what I don't know and I can just trust in all the good that's here right now. All right, guys, that's it. I actually want to do my first book recommendation that goes with the theme to this episode, and that is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. I think I pronounced it right. This book is about a journey to find our treasure, only to realize that we already had the pot of gold all along. Anyways, though, I hope you check it out and love happy, my friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, the work is the journey and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time. Peace. Peace.